Set your course for the Hoth system. General Veers, prepare your men. All troops will debark for ground assault. Prepare to target the main jet. Echo Station 3TA. On an Imperial Walker. Attack pattern Delta. Go now. Watch that crossfire, boys. Right now, I feel like I take on the whole Empire myself. Target maximum firepower. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Echo Base. This is episode number 215, recorded on Sunday, May 17th, 2020. I am joined by Tim and Eric tonight. How are you guys doing? Eric, how are you? Ah, uh, I'm, I'm, I am definitely here. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm glad I'm, to be I'm here. Glad I'm glad you're definitely here. Yes, yes. Well, I'm half here. You definitely weren't here last week, so it's good to no, have you here. And week. that was very upsetting. I was, I was very upset to not be here last week. It and, was. and I'm very glad to be here this week. So things are always better when we're all together. That is very true. And I feel like this is a good way to begin my week by by starting here with you guys. And uh, I'm I'm optimistic that this week is going to be better than the last week or two. Hopefully tomorrow or the next day, my uh, air conditioning will be fixed. Um, not so sure. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we got a little bit of a heat wave, then the air conditioning died and it was actually hotter <laughs> in my apartment yesterday than it was outside. And that's that's awesome. That's not good. Um, that's okay. This is going to be a great week. Awesome. Okay. I am, I'm counting on that because last week was not so good. So. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy, you, how are you? Know you? Here's, here's the thing. You've got to have those not so great weeks in order to appreciate how good the good weeks are though. That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess, but I could still appreciate the good weeks without the really, really crappy weeks, but eh, it's okay. I'm trying Lou. I'm I know. Trying to do I, know. I, I, know I know. It's not my forte. I mean, so, sometimes on. it's tough to see that glass is half full. It really is. <laughs> Timothy, is your glass half full or half empty right now? Uh, you know, it's half full. Good. It's half full. Good. Things so are somebody's things positive are good. around here. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm tired. It's it's uh, been been crazy and hectic. And uh, in fact, you know, Sundays we do two shows uh, mm-hmm. back to back. We do Echo Base Random Chatter. I'm actually going to be bowing out of Random Chatter. Uh, so, folks who are in Twitch, you know, you can you got to make sure to ridicule me now. Because you won't have your chance get, later. Get your fill of oh, Tim we'll, right now. We'll, yeah. we'll give him a chance yeah. later too, Tim. We would not <laughs> but, want to rob them of that. <laughs> That's a good point. But right? it's, it's, I got to say, it's nice to have, um, I, I have been lately in um, somewhere between six and eight video calls daily Oof. Uh, with a, uh, with, with the, the, coronavirus stuff that i've been working on and so it's nice to have one which is recreational and just easy going and not having to like really really think about yeah. a lot of stuff I, i'll say this that you know sunday is the beginning of my week at work and i was looking forward to this all day long just to get together with you guys and kind of chat about stuff that doesn't pertain to work and problems at work and it's just kind of have fun so yeah absolutely definitely all the loose. So I have a question for you about power tools. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to contact us, you can get a hold of Echo Base at RamShire.com. Best way to ask this question is non-power tool related questions. Um, Star Wars stuff is fine. You can find I us have on. A question uh, too, Lou. How, how do you get the blood off of the wood chipper? <laughs> you got to run, you gotta run the garden washer. hose with bleach in there. Yeah, power washer is good Try too. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just don't get too close to the hands. Get a little pump. That's a little. Hard to, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you can find us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Force Chatter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lou Skywalker, that's Skywalker without the E. You can find me on Instagram at Lou Secchi or Six Inch Hero. Timothy, where can we find you on social media? Uh, let's see. Twitter, that is Qui Gon Tim, uh, Tim with two M's, and Instagram, some call me Tim1138, that is Tim with one M. Thank you. Nice. And Eric, where are you? Um, where am I? That's a loaded question. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Twitch at uh, Cinefan. That's C-Y-N-E-F-A-N. And uh, I am going to actually start using uh, Twitter more fr- frequently now. I've set some things up and and uh, cool. I, I plan to join the rest of civilization here soon. 
That is a good thing. Is, speaking of where we are, so I mean, you know, you, you look at the backgrounds that we have. And so, of course, Eric is like in some undisclosed brick bunker somewhere. Another thing I meant to download <laughs> before we started was a, a backdrop for this, because like normally, like I've got like an outdoor, like daytime backdrop with, with trees and you know, mm-hmm. grass and stuff. So I was looking for something that's more nighttime. But, but yeah, this is my bunker. Look- Lou is clearly in some kind of base, maybe Dagobah. I'm in a rebel base. Dagobah, maybe, you know. uh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we could, we could do uh, this for, you know, Oh, there we are. There we are. Now so now we're in a hoth, base. That's yeah. a little bit better. That's better for us. Yeah. Um, and of course, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. It's, that's so. not good. Tim. Thanks. Now for not Friday. I think at all. No, Friday, just before like five o'clock, I'm on uh, I, I was on the last video call of, of the day for me. And that one was going about two hours and uh, weather was kind of getting worse and worse and getting really windy and getting really rainy and uh, thunderstorm warnings are going up and then the tornado watch goes up and then the tornado warning goes up. And I said, all right, I'm done. Time out. I'm <laughs> off. Uh, and you know, batten down the hatches and such, and just kind of, you know, keep an eye on the sky. And uh, fortunately everything was, was cool here for, for me, but like a lot of people around me, uh, trees down, lines down, Mm. power outages, uh, roads blocked, all that kind of stuff. Um, no tornadoes as far as, uh, I saw from any reporting, but a lot of, a lot of wind damage. So those things happen. It's spring. Yeah, it is. We, we had the tornado warnings here, too, and it was actually two years to the day after that massive tornado came through my part of Connecticut and put all uh-huh. kinds of stuff out of power and stuff for weeks on end. It was pretty crazy. Mm, yep. uh, but anyways, let's get back to our opening here. Um, Discord, you can find us on there. We have a lot of Star Wars discussion going on there. You can get access to all the show channels by going to ramchannel.com slash Discord. If you want to get access to the rest of the stuff on there, you got to go through Patreon any one of our Patreon donation uh, don- donors, a uh, dollar a month or more, gets into the rest of our Discord uh, server. So you can do find information about that by going to ramchair.com slash Patreon. And of course, we have stuff you can get from our store now. Uh, ramchair.com slash store, t-shirts, stickers, face masks uh, that are not in stock at the moment. Um, but yeah. They sell out stock. fast. I got, a, I got a message from them on... Um, just regular messaging on my phone saying, Hey, masks are available now. I'm like, Oh, great. I think I may have delayed yep. by like maybe 15, 20 minutes, went online, sold out. I'm like, Wow, that was wow. fast. Oh, that's <laughs> fast. As soon as I got the message, I went on and I picked up two of the random chatter masks just because I think I, of, of all the shows on the network for a mask, the random chatter logo with the sure. chattering teeth totally works the best. So I, I, I was able to get a couple of them before they sold out, but cool. Um, and of course, folks, you know, they're not selling out of the logo ones. They just, you know, just like their T-shirts, they're blank T-shirts. And then they just, you know, print the right. logos on there. So they ran out of their stock of of masks very, very quickly. Uh, they're really popular. And I know of a bunch of people uh, just like Lou who went on not too long after that announcement and gone. Yeah. Hey, it's wow. sign of the times, I suppose. Yes, uh, so I will be getting one. Well, they say back in stock soon, so keep checking. My job won't let me bring in my own masks. Like, even if they're medically rated N95, whatever, um, we have to use the ones they provide. So I've been tempted to get one, but then I thought, well, I'm not leaving other than to go to work. Yeah, right. Then I get free ones at work that I know are good quality that I can then use if I go out. So uh, I'm I'm still going to just just to have one just for longevity's sake yeah i, I, I think as we a, go forward we're probably wearing masks more forever yeah yeah you know forever. it's yeah it keeps coming back to that quote from princess bride you know oh they're terribly comfortable i think everybody wearing them pretty soon so yeah yeah, yeah. uh let's get right into our news um so we do have not all this is breaking news but we have a lot of news on mandalorian casting um and also directors yeah, yeah. coming up um, so we'll start with the stuff that we've already talked about before, um, but just because it's out there. So we have uh, um, Ahsoka. Now, none of this has been officially announced by Lucasfilm yet, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So these are all things that have been reported by a lot of other media outlets, but nothing been officially discussed from Lucasfilm. 
Um, right. Rosario Dawson doing Ahsoka uh, for season mm-hmm. two. Uh, Tamara Morrison reprising his role as Boba Fett. Tim! Um, yeah. Awesome. And um, the most recent one was Katie Sackhoff um, being supposedly playing, you know, Bo-Katan. And, yes. and I said to Tim, after we were talking about this on Twitter, or I we were talking about maybe on Twitter, um, I, I follow Katie on, on Twitter, and she had a post maybe a day or two before this stuff was dropped last week about um, um, Clone Wars director and, not, and how, you know, she's like, this guy's amazing. I'd love to hear him talk about Star Wars. This is fantastic. I'm like, that's the first time I've ever heard her talk about Star Wars on Twitter. <laughs> and then lo and behold, two days later, oh, yeah, she must be playing mm-hmm. Bo-Katan on, on The Mandalorian. I'm like, Nice. So just mm-hmm. just that she's referencing Filoni on on Twitter um, just days before this kind of bombshell drops. I thought that was pretty intriguing and uh, maybe get a little more credence to it. What do you guys think about these three? Well, we've talked a lot about Rosario Dawson. I think we're all in agreement that she is a good fit to to play Soka. And you know, we still get a lot of comments on our Discord server about uh, why can't it be Ashley? Mm-hmm. And I. The fanboy in me would be really, really excited to see Ashley Eckstein do a live action version of um, of uh, Soka, but she does not have experience as a live action actor. And that's, it, it's not that she couldn't do it, but if you have the choice of a, a known, experienced, very talented, well-respected actress to play the role who can do it... Mm. Um, I mean, you know that this person is capable of the physical stunts involved. Yeah. Of, I mean, Rosario Dawson's a very physical actress. I I feel like it's not a bad decision to get Rosario Dawson in instead of Ashley. I'll do respect to Ashley. I love Ashley. Ashley is an mm-hmm. awesome person as well as an incredible voice actress and probably right. could also do really well in live action. I just, I mean, Rosario Dawson is a proven known quantity right. that I think would work really well. But it's mm-hmm. a shame because Ashley's really embraced the whole Soka persona. Oh, right? totally. I mean, she really yeah. does eat, sleep and drink that. But I think Eric's absolutely right. I mean, you want to go with a known commodity for doing a live action role and she just doesn't have those, those chops yet. Yeah. Um, so the next one is announced. I didn't hear this at all until we saw the insurance here. Timothy Oliphant has been rumored to be cast, but no note of to what he's doing at all in this role. Um, I think that his past um, roles kind of lend themselves to this kind of Western. I mean, he's done Deadwood. Mm-hmm. So I think yep. he kind of fits right in with the whole motif of this. Um, you think he's going to play another Mandalorian? You think he's going to play something else in the, uh, you know, the, 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 the fringes of society that you see uh, the Mandalorian playing in? Um, that's a, that's a really good question. I imagine we're probably going to see him in the role of a new character. I think, Oh, and you know, we did not mention um, what's his name from uh, Terminator, the Terminator series. And. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Michael Bain. Is Michael that Bain? it? Yes. Yeah. So um, we've already seen some concept designs for his character. I imagine it's going to be the Timothy Oliphant. He, um, some of the other characters will be playing brand new characters we haven't seen before. I think that there's a certain point at which if you bring too many known characters in, you're going to have problems. And we've got Ahsoka. We've got Boba Fett coming in, which by the way, I mean, it's perfect to bring Tem back as Boba Fett. That's a no brainer. Um, we're going to see Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan and I missed that news last week, but, um, I, again, I think it's perfect. She did the voice in the Clone Wars and again, known quantity, a a live action actress who's done plenty of other Mm -hmm. roles, including more physical based roles. Like she was in the most recent of the, uh, the Riddick movies and, Mm -hmm. um, so I think that if you, oh, and there's also still some rumors about some pretty strong rumors, although without any particular casting associated that Sabine is going to be in this. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you bring in even more known characters, you start to flood the show. And we've already talked in the past about the fact that the child is so prominent 
and almost a distraction. Yeah. If you bring in too many distractions and, and clutter the playing field, I think that's a detriment. So I think Timothy Oliphant is going to be one of those. We're going to see him in one episode and, and that's going to be it. Katie, we're probably going to see, and I'm going to guess maybe two episodes. Um, Michael, I think probably one episode. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to be one-offs. I, I mean, I really hope that's the case because I mean, not only does it distract from the story, but we also don't have that much story we're getting as far as minutes of screen time. Right. You know, I mean, we all complained about the season one about how short the episodes were and we only had so many episodes to begin with. The minute we start right. bringing in, you know, we got three or four people right here. We're going to bring in that could be half your episodes. <laughs> I mean, I'm right. You know, and I keep coming back to my own minutes, thoughts. Eight of, episodes. Yeah. yeah. And, and no. my, my thoughts are, this is a story about the Mandalorian. And I hope we get some story about the Mandalorian, not about all these peripheral characters that come in because you know, people want the Boba Fett stuff. They want to have more of him in there. We're going to see, you know, a whole episode taken over by him, if not more than one. Right. So, so I, know, go ahead, Tim. So my, my take on this is, uh, first of all, I think a lot of, uh, these characters are going to be associated with the, uh, with the dark saber. So I, I, I think that that is a big thing that uh, several of these characters have, some kind of interest in that. So I think that that's a big thing where there's going to maybe mm-hmm. even be this like multi-party struggle to, to, to obtain it. Um, I think that there is an opportunity here for the child to, I'll say, go away. Um, you know, if, if Ahsoka recognizes you know, sees the, 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 uh, Jedi ability, the, the force ability in the child that she then may take it away. I don't know where she would take the child. Uh, of course, I think a lot of people will riot if the child is no uh, longer I was there to say, direct your, your hate email to <laughs> Tim at random com. But no. going forward, <laughs> the show, like you said, Lou, is the Mandalorian and, you know, it's not the Mandalorian and the child. It's not, any of this. So I, I think that the, the, we, they need to be able to get over, they need to be able to get past the chapter of the child in it. And I think it was a great story. It's a real compelling thing. Obviously we haven't seen the end of that, but I think for the story of the Mandalorian to move forward, he does need to get disconnected eventually from the child. Hmm. However, keep in mind that one of the big rumors about Ahsoka is that she will be getting her own series. Mm-hmm. Right. If she gets her own series, the child may migrate over to that series. And we've talked before about the fact that there is a big outstanding plot thread left unresolved with Ahsoka and Sabine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that could be the drive for an Ahsoka series. And so then the yeah. child may accompany them with that. Mm -hmm. And then that would free up the Mandalorian to go in a different direction. And I wonder if, you know, in legends, Boba Fett became the Mandalore, right? Right. He became the leader of the Mandalorian culture. And I know that now they've kind of retconned it and Boba Fett's not really a Mandalorian, but I think that was kind of done offline, right? That wasn't actually in content yet, unless maybe the comic books or something. I think that was like more Pablo tweeting an mm-hmm. official statement than it was actually in content anywhere. So, um, well, but, but even recall that in the first season of the Mandalorian, they said Mandalorian is not a race. It's a creed. Right. So, and so, so they're pretty much, not, he could become yeah. one. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. So they're pretty much mirroring what they did in legends in, in a slightly right. different fashion, mm-hmm. but it still essentially is the same thing. I mean, even, the Mandalorian is not a Mandalorian by race. Uh, you know, he was a foundling. And so he became a Mandalorian because he was adopted by Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Right. It, and that makes so, sense too, because I mean, not everybody on a planet of Mandalore can be a Mandalorian per se. I mean, what about the guy taking out the garbage? What about the guy delivering mail? I mean, you know, <laughs> all those people aren't Mandalorians. As we think of a Mandalorian, you know, wearing armor and, you know, when you go to the supermarkets, the guy behind the counter wearing Mandalorian armor, you know, cutting your deli order for you. Uh, Maybe, you know, I'm kind of joking around here, but still, I mean, it it makes more sense. It's a creative thing or or it's a following of a, of a, you know, a set of rules, a set of guidelines that that's what makes you a Mandalorian, not. Yeah. But see, then we go back to the culture that was presented in Clone Wars. 
And we saw Mandalorians who are not what we think of as, quote, Mandalorians. So mm-hmm. you, you've kind of got um, like two two different things with the same label. Mm. And I think they mm-hmm. need to make some sort of distinction. I mean, they haven't really had to yet, but at some point they're, they're going to have to. Yeah. So yeah. It, I think what they're going to do is Boba Fett. Th- this is my prediction for the, the end of the second season. They'll go through all this stuff. Boba Fett will end up with a dark saber. will become the Mandalore. Ahsoka and Sabine will take the child and go try to find Thrawn and Ezra. I am down with every bit of that. Hmm. That's my prediction. Every bit of that. Uh, Speaking of casting, though, a slight, slight, very small deviation. Uh, Did you guys see the latest Disney Gallery uh, episode three on the Mandalorian? I have not had a chance to yet. Yeah. Oh, it was great. So this third episode is all about the cast. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And they really, yeah, they dive into uh, a lot of the, the the primary characters and the actors, and it's fantastic. Highly recommend. The whole series so far has been phenomenal. Oh, right. It really has. The first two have been, been great. great. I can't wait to see this one. I have not had time, though. Yeah. Why, why, are, why are we getting these for, like, episode nine? And... <laughs> And it was like so awesome to hear uh, Gina Carano talk about Carl Weathers. I swear she almost made him cry. Right. She was she was 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 uh, like praying at the altar of Carl Weathers, which is like so well deserved because he's an absolutely incredible actor with such a great history of of of, uh, uh, you know, film and everything that, that he's done. And it was just it was really cool. It was really cool. And apparently, you know, they talk about the story behind him and the character, which I'm not going to spoil for Lou or anyone else who hasn't seen it. But there's there's some fun little facts in there. Cool. Uh, just, just to finish up our discussion on The Mandalorian season two, we had some directors announced, some returning, some new. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of surprised to see Carl Weathers name in there as a director. Um, what are his directing credits like? Has he done other stuff? I, I don't know. And I haven't looked it up. Um, the last thing I saw him, I'm, I'm pulling up IMDB right now. The last thing I okay. saw him in was Arrested Development in which he played himself, but like an kind of an idiot, but he did it so well that it started. To, I, I started having to stop myself from thinking of Carl Weathers as an idiot because of how he played, how well he played his character in Arrested Development. So um, and then you see him at celebration and he's on stage mm. and, and he's all excited for things. And, and then it just like he was geeking out so much that it, that didn't really give me a, any good uh, information. But I guess he did an episode of uh, Hawaii Five O, the, uh-huh. the current series. Yeah. Um, ooh, some episodes of Sheena. From 2001, 2002. Yeah. Uh, eight episodes of Silk Stockings. I don't know if you guys remember that series. Or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, back in the yeah. late 90s. Yeah. Yep. Back in. Yeah. Um, There's a few things. Justice. Yeah, it looks like a lot of uh, television stuff. Always Night, which yeah. was a TV miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it's not a, a solid background in it, but he's done it. And I mean, and there's things that he's done several episodes of. Right. So I think that does right. kind of help build it. So, I mean, he's, he's got some experience and I, I'm interested to see what he does. And he also has John Favreau and. Um, uh, um, Filoni? My brain is not working today. Yes, Dave Filoni. I'm like, Dave, what's his face? Dave, what's his face? Yeah, he's got you know, Bob yeah. and Filoni sitting over his shoulder. So mm-hmm. they're not yeah. going to let him crash and burn. Right, right. Not that he necessarily would on his own, but he's got a, a pretty freaking strong safety net. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, if it, if it goes to the way season one did, and we had that episode of galleries on, on directors, and it almost seemed like they worked as a team. We talked about this last right. week, but you know, Tim and I did that. You know, they 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 kind of bounced things off each other. They they worked together. Not that they directed together, but they kind of played off each other, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, right. And yeah, he's not coming in collaboration, right? And he's been a part of that collaboration to some extent already too. He's it's, he's not coming in to direct an episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. He has been on The Mandalorian. He understands 
all of the tech that they use. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. He understands all of the people working behind the scenes. Like he's already integrated into that environment anyway. He's just stepping into a a different role. He's standing over there instead of over here. It's not. As opposed to somebody with with his experience level directing coming in that wasn't on the set last season. Right. I think it makes a big difference. There's not that transition into the environment that he has to go through um, coming in as a director. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those circumstances that, you know, clearly it's a best practice that when you have a series like this, especially when they intend on rotating directors, that you have the showrunner. And that's fundamentally what Favreau and Filoni together are doing is is acting as the showrunner and Favreau has done most of the writing. So you really Mm -hmm. have, I mean, he's ever, any director that steps in here is going to have a lot of guidance. And even if they're not fully immersed in everything that's going on, they're going to be very much filled in. They're going to get plugged in to the whole thing. And they're going to have, like we said, that collaboration with other directors. They're being set up for success. Right. And they're yep. going to have that success because when, when you have that many creatives uh, who are directly involved in it to to that extent, they're, they're going to make sure that the quality continues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a surprising one here was um, Robert, yeah, Robert Rodriguez directing yeah. the episode. He, this isn't his kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, I like him, but like, okay. And well, then when I looked up on IMDb, a project announced, but has been done, Machete Kills in Space. I wonder if there's a crossover between the Mandalorian. <laughs> we have Danny Trejo on the Mandalorian now, maybe as his character Machete. I mean, that, that'd be kind of interesting. Danny Trejo. Do you want Do you want to hear a Star Wars related Danny Trejo story? Sure. Sure. You what you All right. He appeared on Animal Talking. Oh, God. The Animal oh, Crossing uh, yeah, web yeah. show yeah. run by. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we know. Danny Trejo, <laughs> come on! He was on Elijah Wood. Um, there, there's a whole list of you need to do an animal there. talking or a um, animal. What's the what's the T- farm animal T- thing T- you're Pain. doing? T Pain was on there. Uh, uh, the Twitch, you mean? No, no, the the, the game, the, the the farm animal game you're playing. What, yeah, what, what, and Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, you should do an Animal no, Crossing farm. podcast. You don't farm any. I was thinking about maybe doing some video shows. If anybody out there would like me to do some videos on Animal Crossing, um, I I could I could teach you all kinds of things. How to complete your art collection? How to 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 play the the turnip market, the stock market? Um, oh, good lord! Okay, what how do, to make money fast? Where, how to terraform where, where your were islands? Where we in the show? Oh yeah, where's Danny Trejo and Star Wars related things? Is going Gary virtual. Yeah, go on. So, so you guys are familiar with Rancho Obi Wan, right? Steve Sansweet's uh, we, we, museum. We done on Robert uh, Rodriguez. Oh, we were. Oh, okay. There was I'm something sorry. about. Didn't he do Sin City? He did. Yeah. What else did he do? Uh, Sim City. Sin City. Um, so he's kind of done genre he did, stuff. I didn't really see he, like, he did Alita. Oh, totally. Battle Angel. Yeah, so he's done geeky. Yeah. So, I mean, you were, you were saying he doesn't really done this kind of thing before. Maybe not it's technically. It's not what I think of him as, though. Yeah. He is, okay. I mean, uh, I think that, of him more okay, as the you know gritty kind of, uh, um, you know, grindhouse, that kind of thing, I think is, is what comes to mind first mm-hmm. when you think of him, right? Yeah. But this is also the gritty side of Star Wars, too. I know it's still family friendly, but remember it him is. shooting his uh, grappling hook at the guy, grabbing him by the leg, pulling him through the cantina doors, the cantina doors closing. Yeah, that was pretty rough. You know, oh, yeah. There's yeah. Some, this is as Robert Rodriguez as Star Wars cool. is going to get. Yeah, Did right. anyone else catch the uh, uh, Dianoga tentacle that like went up and almost grabbed Lou in the face? No, uh, Tim. No, I, thought I, I thought I covered that fast enough. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw a marker into the video feed my, here, my, so I can my, go my back. My cat later joined me on Hoth here, so yeah. Sorry. Watch the Dianoga. It, it, it was tentacles. pretty scary. It was pretty scary. <laughs> I did not know that Dianoga were on Hoth. Dianoga it's, it's, are everywhere. Well, they're they're not. They're really warm, you know, creatures. They don't like the cold. How do you yeah. know that? Kind of crazy. Look where they live. Look where we've seen them. That could have been really cold water. You mm. think they keep the, the trash compactor water heated, Lou? <laughs> really? No, but I, but I think that all that you know biological breakdown process mm. usually creates some warmth and heat. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Space is a pretty cold place. I don't think they heat that area that much. And I don't think the biological waste that's in there is really going to generate that much heat. And then and we have a whole new discussion about <laughs> the biological waste in that scene from A New Hope. Um, I don't think we want to go. Stormtrooper costumes were still pretty clean compared to what I would have expected for waiting around in sewage. True, true. Maybe they have really good enzymes and they're breaking stuff down fast. Maybe their diets are so good that the can we move on please because i can please. i can, I can go down, further down this rabbit hole if you no, like. no 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 let's move right along right down the spiral okay um <laughs> down this but yeah um so rancho obi-wan next story up in yes. here um this yes. is the steve sand suite um is it actually a museum is it just a yes collector is, you know sponsored um how would you describe it? I mean, I have knows not about it. gotten to go to Rancho Obi-Wan. In fact, I had a trip scheduled uh, for my 40th birthday and uh, I'm ah. still waiting on that 40th birthday uh, vacation. 46 now. Uh, so um, anyway, <laughs> Who's counting? Uh, but I know a lot of people who have gone. It is basically it is uh, a very large facility that you walk through and he gives guided tours. And he has various different collectibles on display. He has action figures. He has um, things that are still in packaging from retail stores. He have, has mm -hmm. things from overseas. He has custom-made things that fans have made. He has um, theater memorabilia, like posters and placards and stand-ups and things like that. He has movie props. He has all kinds of things. In fact, he has apparently, I don't know how far he's caught up on it, but... Um, as of a couple of years ago, uh, last I had heard from him, he still had just a crap ton of stuff that hadn't even been inventoried and put right. out on display yet. He had staff members specifically that he would bring in on a volunteer basis to inventory the stuff into a database um, so that he could get it mm -hmm. posted. Um, they do charity events. They You can get a membership um to Rancho Obi-Wan and then you get discounts on stuff through their store. They have some, some merchandise stuff. Um, but uh, it is every single person I've spoken to who was gone has loved it. They said it was a great experience. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The closest thing stuff. we've been is to the Rancho Obi-Wan experience at celebrations. So he yeah, brings yes. a small minuscule subset of what he has. Oh um, yeah. Two yeah. celebrations and usually a long line to wait to get in. And, uh, um, it's all cool stuff, obviously, but, yeah. um, mm -hmm. on their website, it says, uh, Retro Obi-Wan is a public, publicly supported nonprofit museum in Petaluma, California, that houses the world's largest star Wars memorabilia collection as certified by Guinness Book of World Records in 2014. Mm -hmm. So it is, uh, you know, people do subscribe to it. They donate to it. Um, you can get, uh, some virtual tours of the museum online and you can also go there and, and see it. Um, but now they are going a step further. Um, and I haven't read the whole thing here. Um, virtual visits, I guess, right? And kind of. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so why don't you bring so, us through what they have to offer? Well, I, I looked through it briefly because I wanted to know a little bit about, um, pricing and, and what some of the options are. So this is being called the Rancho Obi-Wan Virtual Museum. And so the first thing I thought is, oh, okay, like a virtual tour through the museum. That's not really what it is. Okay. Um, so first of all, it's similar to Patreon in the sense that there are different tiered memberships you can get. You can get a free membership, which is like, basically you're going to get a handful of snapshots and, and things like that. Um, but there are also... Um, Let's see. I'm trying to, here we go. Subscribe today. I'm, I'm going to break down some examples of the different tiers here for you. So there's a Padawan level, which is $5 a month. And then you've got 10, 25, 40, all the way up to $100 a month for the insiders. And there's a grid breakdown of what you get at each of these different levels. So the mm. Padawan level, um, and there's a night level for $10. It's probably a little bit better example. The night level will get you, um, it's called Inspired by the Force, Scouting the Galaxy, and the Rancho Obi-Wan Experience. And I think the Rancho Obi-Wan Experience item on the list, and you have to click through to get details of what each of these things are. 
Um, but the Rancho Obi-Wan experience, if I'm reading this correctly, is the one that gives you a little bit more of a tour. And I get the impression that these are either going to be photo based blog posts where he's going to go through different exhibits within the museum and break them down for you. Or maybe it's going to be like a video tour sort of thing. Um, so don't think of it as a, like a virtual museum walkthrough. Think of it more like you are subscribing to get regular hosted guided aspects of the experience from uh from steve now there are also um some event related things there are behind the scenes things at the jedi council level that's the 40 dollars a month one um the insider one gives you conversations with steve gives you um a signed copy of the inspired by the force book um you get uh a swag bag. Um, there are various levels that get you personalized videos from Steve. So again, it's a tiered system. There's a breakdown on the website. If you go to ranchoobi1.org, not .com, .org, um, you'll see the links there and you can get more information about it. But, you know, it's, um, we don't plug a lot of stuff here on the podcasts unless it's something that we really believe in. And Steve Sansweet is a great guy. He's very knowledgeable. He has some incredible stories if you're into any sort of physical Star Wars objects, whether it be stuff from the films or retail or um, merchandising and, and marketing materials. He's a brilliant guy. Um, he's a former journalist, so he really has a good idea of how to tell a story and get a point across, but providing a narrative about it as well. <clears throat> And uh, I, I think this this is a good um, without having broken down a lot of the details, it seems like a really good deal. And mm -hmm. I feel confident promoting it to people. It's one of those things, too, where if, if you like what he does and you want to help mm -hmm. support it, I think this is a great way to get more access to it as well, too, because they always right. took donations. Um, right. But this, like you said, that that breakdown online of what they offer and who gets what pretty substantial. I mean, he's got a pretty yeah. well laid out plan. Um, everything from the force sensitive, which is free, I guess, just getting in, in you know, access and, to and it. That's a no brainer. It's free. Yep. Do that. Do at that least. one. Yep. And then they have Padawan, Knight, Master, Council, and Insider. Um, and there's there's content categories. There's there's goodies at launch. Um, they all get up to ten percent off of stuff in the store if you want to buy mm -hmm. t-shirts, hats, pins, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of good stuff in here, and and it's for a good cause too. So. Um, yeah, and it's a nonprofit and it's Star Wars related and, it, and mm -hmm. you know, it helps support the community. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually signing up right now. I have not yet signed up for the free one. Now, my understanding is this is separate from the physical membership. Mm -hmm. So um, I did not read as to whether there's any overlap there. Maybe there is, but I, I think that's separate from if you have a membership to go there and, and be a member of Rancho Obi-Wan. I think that's a separate service. Yes. And right now, I think they're probably still locked down. So, you know, this is probably a way to let yeah, people so have access, anyway. right, right. Uh, being being there personally. So. Okay, um, let's see. Episode one, Racer is delayed. It was supposed to already be out by now. We mm. were already supposed to be racing around in our pod racers on various different planets. Yep. But yeah. You know, they need buyers. more time to work on it. Yeah, they need to get do, masks again, that you the, wear in the pod racer so it doesn't blow off while you're right? racing. That's a good thing. Right. You, know, you don't want that to become loose and get lodged in somebody else's engine behind you. So. Is that bug you get in your teeth? Could have the coronavirus. No, just don't smile. <laughs> just like riding yeah. a motorcycle. Don't smile. <clears throat> okay. Um, but the Mandalorian season two is not delayed. That's true. So the uh, new, what's the new Disney CEO guy's name? I keep forgetting. Ooh, beans with a C, doesn't it? His last name? Yeah, Chopek or something. Or yeah, that's yeah, right. Chapek. Yep, Chapek. Right? Yep, Chapek. Okay. Yeah, he confirmed uh, season two of Mandalorian is still on schedule, okay. still due to be released exactly when we expected it before. As you said earlier, Lou, the principal photography had already been done. Some right. of the post-production work had already been done, and, and they've been continuing on it remotely. And most of that stuff so, is done. Yeah, guys can work at home Yeah, without having to be right. there. So that is yep. good news. So we'll get that in October, I suppose. Uh, let's see. Lego Star Wars um, game. Uh, this, sorry. The Skywalker Saga is the Lego Star Wars. 
Um, PlayStation 4 be uh, October, October 20th for 60 bucks. Also going to get it for Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and computers at some point. And this is kind of cool. Over 500 characters. Now, are these all playable characters? Yes, 500 playable characters. Wow, that's pretty amazing. I've yeah. played so few Lego Star Wars games. The ones I've played, I, I, I liked, but I haven't really been that enamored with it to pick, pick them all up. But I've, I played some of them, and they've been really good. The only thing is, I mean, the gameplay for a lot of them, especially the early ones, very repetitive, mm-hmm. um, a little bit redundant, and there's not a lot of differences between the characters. You can either shoot or use a lightsaber. That's it. And then in the later games, they changed it up quite a bit. And I think the Marvel games that they've done have gone a long way to developing different skills for the different characters you can play. Um, In fact, I've played uh, some of the Marvel ones with my son. They are kind of challenging. There are certain levels where it's not really clear what what the goal of a puzzle is. And there are things I've spent like an hour and a half trying to get through this one little screen with my son, just to realize, Oh, that little thing behind the thing there, we just had to shoot that and we're done. That's it. (laughs) And they're, and they're incredibly creative too. I really, I love what Mm. they do with them. Yeah. So, uh, and because this is a collection of the entire saga, again, to me, if you've played any of the previous ones and you liked them, or if you have a family that likes to play co-op games together, this is a no-brainer. This seems to be uh, a definite consideration. Right, and it's sixty bucks for the complete saga of games. I think that's that's probably a no-brainer yeah. as well, too. Yeah. Uh, now, I did not hear anything about this next story. Um, Lucasfilm executive Matt Martin, I guess, got into a little trouble on Twitter. I don't know. I didn't hear about any of this either. I'm I'm clicking the link. Now, t- Tim, you're more on Twitter than the rest of us are. What do you know about this? Sucker. Yeah. So, uh, so Saturday, uh, Matt, Matt Martin, he's a member of the story group. Um, I think a lot of his focus is on the comic side of things. Um, different members of the story group tend to have like different focal points for, for what they do. Okay. And he's very active on Twitter. Um, very interactive as well. I mean, he'll get into a lot of conversations with, with fans and stuff, um, about things. And so he was, uh, answering a Twitter thread about whether non-Disney, non-Disney sanctioned spinoffs could be regarded as canon. Uh, he concluded that fans could accept whatever version they wanted as gospel, but couldn't hold new creators accountable for not following suit. And uh, a, a lot of this stems from the um, uh, basically things that we now regard as as legends and such. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, reading this off of the New York Post, oh they're, they're saying... Gosh. They're saying that he blundered by tweeting, it's all fake anyway, so you can choose to accept whatever you want as part of the story. This entire <laughs> article is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, it really, I mean, I'm sorry. He's totally right. It is fake. And I, I mean, and I'm not dissing Star Wars, obviously. I mean, we're on a freaking Star Wars podcast right. that has been around for, for a gazillion years. It's fake. So I think here's the con- <laughs> I, I think here's some of the confusion. If you take the word fake, replace it with the word fiction. Yep. I think that would have probably been a better wording choice to get his sure. point across. Not that what he said is wrong, but like people are yet another right. sign that Lucasfilm in its current incarnation sees profit as a top priority. Storytelling be damped. What the yeah, hell? Right, like right. It, I know. He's saying it's fake as in it's fiction, not that the various different canon or non-canon things don't matter and it's all a bunch of junk. And he's not using the word as a derogatory term. He's saying it's a world of make-believe. So whatever you want to make-believe is part of it. Go on with your bad self. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. I mean, I like this well, one quote. Enjoyment, you get out Nothing of in Star Wars is fake. That, yeah, that's what I love. Yeah. Literally everything yeah. is. It's, just, it's the creative product of hundreds, sometimes thousands of people. It deserves to be treated with respect, not dismissed as fake. Fiction. If you had just yeah. said fiction, right, right. this article would never even been printed. Yep. Right. <laughs> Some people. I mean, come on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is... 
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm it's, reading it's through this. It, yeah. it, the entire thing is it, just. It, it, it's, in the article it says, one aghast Star Wars war even called for his firing in a tweet to address the franchise's top brass. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I, and so I'm so glad that you guys are with me on this because when I uh, first saw this a couple days ago, I, I was just like, I was taken aback by how ridiculous this whole thing was. And th- that's why I wanted to to bring it into here. And I wanted to get your reactions on it. Mm. Uh, it's fake. You know, I, I'm sorry, unless it's news or, or a, you know, biography yeah. or documentary. And even then, those are always done through certain, you know, what is wrong with you and filters, but. You it's people fake. out there not happy unless you have something to attack and hate. Evidently. Like just and I'm all for listen, I, I like this and I don't like that. That's fine. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm all for nothing wrong clear. with it. things I don't like. But your career should be ended because you called something that's fictional fictional. Right. What I mean, is wrong with you people? I, I, I am all for clear level head discussions. And at the end of the ah. day, we may have a discussion where you know what? We agree to disagree. Critique. There's nothing but, wrong with critique. Right. That's it, fine. It's this is art. It, critique it all you want. Different people are going to like with attacking people for their point of view, yeah. like that. You know, it's just. I, it's, I don't get thing. it. This isn't even a creative interpretation of the content. It's just saying it's fiction. Right. Yeah. That's true. So, like it's a fact. And so in, in in the the Twitch chat here, Joe said it's almost as bad as if Forbes wrote it. And that's another thing. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this stuff. Uh, there this is why I couple, stay off the internet. There's a couple of writers um, on the entertainment side of Forbes who absolutely, very, very clearly and apparently hate Star Wars. Or or at least they hate anything new that Star Wars has, has come out with. Like they are like purists of the original trilogy and think that that's the only thing that exists. And, and again, that's cool. Enjoy what you like. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like it, but, but, but don't bash other people for the stuff that they like. Right. And we've and said these, that time and time again. Yeah. And you can even bash are, the content. If you really, really want to, if it's that important for you to do it, that's still a form of critiquing, but bashing mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. And so yeah. these articles from Forbes and uh, solidly at least the last six months, I mean, maybe even going beyond that, but I've definitely noticed that the last six months and with a high amount of frequency, these authors are just constantly, constantly slamming everything and anything to do with Star Wars. It's crazy. I don't know. Like, it's crazy that Forbes is allowing them to like. Okay, sure. We get it that these couple of writers don't enjoy anything that's coming out of Star Wars now, but let's not be so constantly biased in that direction. I either that or Forbes just gets the hell out of commentary on entertainment and stick to finance, which is what they do. Mm -hmm. So I I, I don't know. This kind of stuff and these kind of articles makes me really question why people want to stick the neck out and get into writing for star Wars or being associated with a project. It, you know, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, I'm, I'm afraid at some point we're going to have people going, nah, you know, I had this nice job offer from Lucasfilm to write a, a movie or a book or whatever. And I'm not going to take it because I just don't want to take the chance of having people, you know, be vindictive towards me or be evil towards me. I mean, at some yeah. point people are going to start doing that and, st- and stop saying, yeah, let's write star Wars stuff. No, no, I don't want to do that. It's- because we only really see this in Star Wars. Like mm. we've seen some rifts in fan communities in Doctor Who and in um, Star Trek, I guess, recently a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, and we get these sorts of things, but the level of vitriol yeah, and hatred it, it going on seem, right now. And maybe we're and, just not that the, close yeah. to the Doctor Who stuff or the Star Trek stuff, but. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that level of of anger. This yep. thing where it's like you owe me this mm-hmm. person's head on a platter. You owe me their unemployment. Nope. Yeah. I just like I, I don't even know how to process what is going wrong with <laughs> our society, our culture right now that people think that that's an acceptable way to react to something. You know what? This guy has a right to to work at Lucasfilm, even if he hates Star Wars. And I know that that's not the case. 
He doesn't yeah. hate Star Wars at all. He's pointing out, listen, it's fiction. Right. Right. Include whatever you want in your own little, what we've referred to in the past as headcanon. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all he's trying to say. And people are like, oh my gosh, you should fire him. And Star Wars is the root of his employment. So of course he's not hating it. He's not slamming he's it. Right. it I mean, says, he's on the story group so for God's sake. Reactionary. Yeah. You don't They're need so that. Desperate to lash out mm-hmm. at anybody. And we've got this mob mentality on the internet now where people just feed this. It, it's like a feedback loop. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and Forbes, you know, Forbes is going to keep writing articles like this. You know why? Because there's a large audience for people who hate Star Wars so much that they just they fuel themselves in, in this fury of hatred. Right. Totally. Hey, there's a big market for that. I don't blame Forbes, who, you know, has a little bit of an understanding of how businesses work for taking advantage of that sector yeah. of uh they the want more eyes to look at their stuff and they can sell more it's ads based work. on the number of eyes looking at their stuff. So of course they're going to write stuff that's controversial or creates a buzz or, you know, creates headlines. Why does it else. have to be Star Wars? Why can't it be like any other franchise or something like <clears throat> these people are there's There's something wrong. Mm. It, if you're one of the people who wrote one of the things that we just put read out in this article, I'm not saying all of you out there, there's something wrong with you, but there's something wrong with you. If you're one of these people who are calling for this guy to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. You're not thinking it through. Maybe you're a wonderful person. I don't know. I'm not claiming to know you personally, (laughs) but like there's, you're looking at this in a way that is completely radically out of context. Yeah. Fundamentally people, your stance, get a grip. I, I mean, that's that's really what it comes mm-hmm. down to. Let, let's let's get a grip on stuff and just simply understand what is relevant and meaningful and just move on. Mm-hmm. Hey, we Damn said it before, it kind of goes back <laughs> to what your grandmother told you when you were when you were young. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, you remember, Lou, you might remember this. You when we wrapped up the Lost Chatter podcast. Oh, OK, I thought you were going to go like, way back to like the 30s or something. Way, way back to the 1930s yeah, yeah. when Lost was off the air. Um, you remember all the people who like there was this big war. Oh, yeah. About the finale. I got death threats. Did you really? Well, I got one. You remember <laughs> the guy who um, he was doing a a, a a documentary about Lost fans or something like that. And this was like in season five. He wrote me. I. You might have forgotten about it. I, I shared some of it with you, but yeah, I remember um, bits and pieces after I the, the finale aired and I said, yeah, I, I kind of like the finale. Yeah. There were a lot of problems that didn't wrap things up. It's not perfect. It, it, listen, there were flaws with the lost finale, but for what it was trying to do, I really liked it. The character journey and, and like the wrapping up the character moments and stuff really worked. It was emotional. It was effective. And he tore me apart. He told me I was a horrible father. Oh my God. And made death threats. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I truly made it. I'm a success now because I've got death, <laughs> death threat. threat. But that was like just this little narrow window of time. And every now and then if people talk about the lost finale, people still get a little spirited about it, but you know, it's died off. But like that is now what star Wars fandom is for so many people. And I, just it's it's depressing that it's not going away. It, it's mm-hmm. it's continuing to fester and, and it's just it's rough. I'm not yeah. ashamed to be a Star Wars fan. I'm going to continue being a Star Wars fan. But there's definitely a side of the fandom that is just really frustrating. And right. yep. what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, frustrating. It, it, it seems sucks all the joy yeah. out of what brings us joy. Well, yeah, you know, and and I don't, you know, along the same lines here, I don't understand why people feel like that gives them enjoyment to tear something else down. If I don't like something, I just don't watch it. You know, maybe if it gives I them a sense of power. Maybe, you know, maybe they feel like they're a big shot because of that. But I mean, if I don't like something or I don't like a new season of something, I'm I'm just not going to watch it. It doesn't make sense to me right. to waste my time on watching something and then complaining about it if I don't like it. If it's something I don't like, I'm not going to complain. I may I might complain once and say yep didn't like it not gonna watch it again but to to be out there wasting my time trying to make sure my point is heard 
about something I didn't like, um, I don't know. It doesn't seem well. I tell you what, productive. Everybody out there, if you were offended by uh, Matt Martin explaining to you that hey, it, it this is all fiction anyway, so like whatever you want. If that offended you, um, you are owed his his termination at his job, and um, he should be making your car payments for you for the next eight. Years? You think that sounds fair? Eight years? <laughs> Maybe I should start complaining because I, I might be able yeah. to pay my, my car. Now, that's only yeah. one car. Listen, it's one car per family. No. Let's not get excessive about it. We need to be reasonable. Okay. His firing and everybody's car payments for eight years. If you sell your car and get a new car, that still counts. The duration <laughs> is going to be a solid eight years. Period. There you go. Yeah. Might as well. Just pay off your car and then you've got four years without a car payment and then you get another car. It picks up where we left off. I just want to clarify that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, is, so, that is fantastic. Like go to StarWars.com. It's all in writing there. Yeah, nice. They've got it all broken right. down. I'd go check that out right now. Oh, see, Tim, last story here. Um, what we do in the shadows. You watch that show, right? Love that show. I, Love I, it. I have yet to watch it. I, I've been heard good things from you and a few other people. And I need to watch it, but um, a certain Star Wars celeb uh, was on a recent episode. Did you yeah, catch yeah. that? So this is uh, th- this show is is produced by Taika Waititi. Uh, it's a spinoff of a uh, of a movie by the same name, uh, which was directed by Taika Waititi and also had him as an actor in it. Uh, the, the The movie was okay. The show is really, really great. It's fantastic. It's on FX. Uh, I raved on it out over on Random Chatter. Watch the show without lot. having seen the movie. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. OK, because I'm having a hard time getting through the movie. So it's uh, the show is kind of based on the concept of the movie, but it's it's different. Okay. And the show, I think, like I said, is, is, is actually much better than the movie. Um, yeah. It's kind of like the. The movie was like their their pilot almost for the show. If you think of it that way, it's like, oh, okay. So they they had their concept in the movie and they figured out what worked and what didn't work. And then they did the show and they just hit a home run with it. It's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, really very good. And they're in their second season uh, and they have kind of this this uh, occasional uh, occasional appearances of various celebrities in shows. And so Mark Hamill was in the most recent episode, the episode last week. Uh, again, it runs on FX. You can find it on Hulu, I think, like the day after it airs on FX. Uh, definitely not safe for work or small children. Uh, they, they, it's one of those like later at night FX shows so they can drop F bombs. They can do all that stuff. Really freaking funny, hilariously funny. And so, yeah, Mark Hamill is in it. Um, he, it's, it's the, the show is, is about vampires. It's a spoof on vampires and he plays a vampire and it's great. It's great. And, and in fact, when he first appears, in it uh you don't see him you hear him and he has a laugh that is almost his joker laugh almost nice. really really close and you're like oh yeah that's mark hamill and it's, <laughs> it's 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 great it's uh it was a fun episode fun story certainly i mean it's one of those things it's one of those shows that you can really jump in at any time you don't have to like go back to episode one and watch it going forward because it's just you know it's basically a sitcom so okay and they're in season you know, two for, right now right Yes. Yeah. This is season two. It's probably the second half of season two, I think. Um, okay. So, yeah, de- definitely worth catching up on. And you get to see Mark Hamill in a, in a in a really good role. And it's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I still got to find time to catch up. But I got to find season one. I think season two is still streaming on Xfinity, but I think season one is not. So I got to find where I can find that. Uh, is it not on Hulu? Uh, might be, I, don't, I don't have Hulu. So. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> the one streaming service I don't have. <laughs> right, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of the episode, guys. Um, All right. We'll probably close the blast doors and meet everybody back next week. Um, Eric, you want to bring us out because I'm not sure what we have for closings right now with our changing of music and so forth. Yeah, we got to get some new uh, royalty-free music here mm. for our upcoming YouTube channel, which we are going to be launching very. So we've been saying that for a while, but we're actually going to be launching it this month. Stay tuned. Um, in the meantime, 
You can go to twitch.tv slash Cinefan. That's C-Y-N-E-F-A-N. That's my own personal channel for now. Uh, you can watch the video on demand there of previous episodes. You can watch us live every Sunday night starting at about 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Um, sometimes, you know, it takes us a few minutes to get up and running. But uh, tune in around 8 p.m. Eastern. That's GMT minus 5, I believe. And uh, be sure to hit randomchatter.com. That's where you can catch all of the podcasts on the Random Chatter Network and join us in Discord. Go to randomchatter.com slash Discord. There's an echo-based channel there. There's actually channels for each one of the shows on the network, and you can get access to all of that for free. Now, we do have an additional area in Discord that we talk a lot, uh, talk about quite a bit where we've got a section for Star Wars, we've got a section for spoilers, we've got a section for other franchises. Um, that's something that we created as uh, basically bonus content for people who donate through Patreon. Um, and anybody who donates anything, even just a dollar a month, through Patreon has access to that. If you want more info on that, as well as some other perks, go to, um, well, either patreon.com slash randomchatter or randomchatter.com slash Patreon. That'll get you there. And uh, that's it. We will see you again next Sunday night. So until then, take care.